0: Welcome to the podcast, Out of My Mind, the podcast where we take things from our brain and put them out into the world. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, My dad is my guest on my podcast today.
1: Hi, Jesse. I'm happy to be on your podcast today.
0: Have you ever done a podcast before?
1: No, I have never done a podcast before. And coincidentally, my twin brother Brian is doing his first podcast yesterday, so it's kind of a twin thing.
0: Oh, what did he start podcasting about? He
1: had an opportunity to speak about his experiences as the West Seattle Bridge collapsed during the senior prom in 1978. He was there. Oh. Was it his prom? It was our class prom. Wow. Yeah. So he telling about watching a ship going into the bridge and any other adventures that he has when the West Seattle Bridge collapsed the first time. And it was repaired, and now it's collapsed again. Wow. <laughs> it just re- repeats itself.
0: Because there's cracks in it now, no, right? Yeah. It hasn't collapsed. It hasn't collapsed. Okay.
1: No, it hasn't but it,
0: collapsed. But it collapsed in the past?
1: Yes, it did collapse. Yeah, it didn't. It was, a, it was a lower bridge at that point, a um, drawbridge. And you had to wait for all the vessels to pass before you could go. It was a big congestion point getting it back and forth to West Seattle. Mm. And that's why they built the high-level bridge because, you know, it was really a lot of waiting to get to West Seattle. And the uh, traffic was very constrained and it's throttled growth. You can imagine instead of grabbing this big freeway to get back and forth you had this bridge that went back and forth the whim of vessels that went by yeah so that was the experience when I was growing up wow yeah
0: so when it collapsed was that when they decided to build a new
1: one eventually yes they they were trying to get funds to build a new bridge but they weren't being successful they needed federal funding and so it was a ship, it wasn't actually a collapse, it was a ship, the Chavez running into the bridge that caused the uh, federal funding, funding to come through. They needed emergency federal funds. Oh. And so it was very fortuitous because West Seattle needed a new bridge. You we know, were getting funding. And by magic luck, some old captain ran to the side of the bridge. <laughs> Maybe he was a Was it to luck? It. Was <laughs> yeah. it luck
0: or was it a conspiracy? Well, the conspiracy
1: theories abound. <laughs> oh. His name was Rolf, and he had an interesting side story. Have I ever told you this? No. Well, Ralph was about 80 years old, and he had a rocky relationship with his wife. His, her name was Ruth Neslin, and he retired shortly after he ran into the bridge. And, uh, <laughs> and, and apparently, Ralph, Ralph uh, wasn't exactly the most loyal of husbands, and, and uh, Ruth was tired of it, and so... Ralph, Ralph disappeared one day on the San Juan Islands and Ruth was accused of uh, of murdering him and it's just rumor but she had a huge barbecue shortly after he died and invited all the neighbors for sausage <laughs> <And> so, uh, <laughs> Is that so the, a real story? The local, the local joke up in the San Juans is there was a little bit of Ralph in all of us <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before <laughs> I only tell these stories (laughs) where I write podcasts.
0: Oh my (laughs) god! What have you seen? The Tiger King? Uh,
1: No. Okay.
0: There's this whole conspiracy that um, this like tiger conservationist killed her husband and hid and fed him to the tigers.
1: Well, you know, there may have been some inspiration there. It wasn't the most original (laughs) story. (laughs) (laughs) So. Wow. Way.
0: <laughs> Thank you. For, I've never heard that. That's a gem of West Seattle history I'd never heard before.
1: Yeah, if you Google uh, uh, Ruth Nesslin or Ralph Nesslin or the Chavez, you'll, you'll, your stories will abound. <laughs> wow. R O L F. R O L. Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, are you sure Uncle Brian didn't just do a podcast because he was inspired by my podcast?
1: Well, he may have, you know, the word got out you know that he wasn't hasn't yet been invited to your podcast and uh he may be writhing of jealousy so maybe there's a, a, a competitive podcast out there
0: well I now that you're about. on it his twin brother yeah now that you're on it he has to be on the podcast
1: i think he, i think so
0: yeah it's otherwise it'll break his heart yeah
1: well you can ask him about <laughs> you know his experiences on the west seattle bridge is it because it got hit by the ship, by the ship
0: but then it'll be the same podcast as that other podcast.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you know, when it, it's enough to be a double, but it's too much to have a double podcast.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I want to get to the topic that's on everyone's minds right now. Yes. How has your quarantine been going?
1: Um, I'm getting a little humdrum. Um, you know, in some senses, my life hasn't changed because I was working from home and my family's here and so I've had a rental house to take care of and get a lot of things done on which has kind of kept me occupied um contractors coming and going and this and that but you know I miss I miss being able to freely go out and go to restaurants and you know go to my music things twice a week and go to church and you know just do the things that I was used to doing and uh from that perspective, I'm getting kind of tired of it. And maybe a little depressed, too. It's, it's, uh, I'm looking at the same four walls most of the time. Uh, but then again, you know, I mean, I'm lucky to live next to a park, and so I'm able to continue with my regular walks. And, and uh, I've got my family around me, and so I, I have nothing to complain about. My quarantine is... Quarantine's go is going very well.
0: Well, you know, before the whole quarantine started, you'd been talking about retiring, right?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because you're about to turn 60? Don't remind me. What, uh, I've often been a voice in the back of your head, like, I've been trying to suggest you turning back to writing. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you, instead of retiring, if you switch careers, what would you want to do?
1: I think writing would be a good start. You know, I think if I were to switch careers, I would definitely do something creative. I mean, I've always wanted to explore my creative talents, and um, and I love, I love, you know, song parodies. I love rhyming. Um, I love, you know, just sort of being. You know, I get more, a lot more satisfaction out of creative acts than I do, um, than I do, uh, out of, um, you know, doing business deals. So, Mm -hmm. so I would, um, I would tend to do things that are just a little bit more creative. Yeah. So
0: do you have any specific projects that have floated through your mind and you're like, Oh, that'd be really cool to do that project.
1: Um, No, I think I would have to let my creative juices flow, and that's part of the problem is I haven't given it probably enough thought to, to 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 be serious, to be overly serious about it. But I think that that's part of what one does when they've got some freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they they, law, they they lay out a new course for themselves, and um, and uh, you know the difference about retirement versus other times in your life is you kind of know that that course is somewhat limited, even though. You know, as opposed to 60 years left, you've only got maybe 20 good years or something. And so you can kind of, as depressing as that sounds, you can kind of do your your next phase with a sense of urgency knowing that, you know, your time, you can't dilly-dally around too much if you're going to accomplish the great things you want to accomplish in life. And so my goal would be to chart a course for myself and focus on the projects I really would want to do. Um, uh, and writing would certainly be, be amongst, the, amongst the mix there, yeah. So.
0: Would you want to like take classes to kind of delve back into it? I think so, yeah,
1: I think so. Um, I think it would be inspirational to be around other aspiring writers, uh, and what better way to get the creative juices flowing. Um, I think I would also, um, you know, my my idea would not be to sit in a room or sit in a classroom necessarily. You know, I'd want to get out and about, keep a journal, travel, you know, write um, write about some of those experiences, meet people. Um, You know, right now a lot of my job exists sitting behind a computer doing paperwork, you know. I'm tired of the paperwork phase of my life. I want to get out and do things and write about things have fun adventures. so that's that's my uh, um, that's my do things on a whim you know? um, throw caution to the wind at times so so you know there's 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 just the this, this sense of wanderlust in me that, um, that I would want to try to do in, my, in the next phase of my life so.
0: would you have any advice for someone my age who's 23 and looking forward on the rest of my quote unquote career
1: yeah. Um I think it's important to follow your passions, you know, and that's 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 advice that a lot of that a lot of people have been passed on. Uh but um so many people don't. So many people just find that first job and do that and um maybe find another job or maybe not, but then they take on responsibilities and you know, and, and unfortunately people don't always have the luxury of being successful with follow their passions but if somebody can do something really cool with their life and get a strong sense of accomplishment out of it and make the money they need to live to be able, you know conduct a reasonable li- lifestyle then uh, then they're uh, then I think they feel better about themselves I mean, they feel happier you're a better person um, and uh, and mess around a bit I mean fail sometimes, knowing that failure is a gateway to success, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you have to throw yourself against the wall and pick yourself up, that's uh, part of, part of living, and um, taking the safe course is not always the, uh, um, not always, uh, you know, the, the best course, uh, although to your father I would certainly recommend you <laughs> to take the safe course, well. <laughs> not, not worry me. <clears throat> that isn't to say I would recommend going off and and uh, in a van and just you know going willy nilly uh, <laughs> what so that <laughs>
0: what I would never I don't no. know what gave you that idea
1: no no <laughs> I don't either <laughs>
0: well that I mean that's something I really appreciated about you it's my whole life you've been really supportive of my artistic endeavors and you always like bragging about me yeah
1: well there's a lot to brag about Jesse <laughs> you're a very creative person you're an inspiration for me you Aww. in some respects you the you're already living the life that I, I wish I did so
0: Aww. I can
1: ask you what directions you would have for me
0: <laughs> I'll pay you for saying that later there
1: you go
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well yeah I mean because I remember when I was in sixth grade I heard an ad on the radio for these acting classes downtown. Yeah. But did you and mom have a discussion about that? Like what you thought about that? Because it seemed to, me, from my perspective, that you're just like, yeah, sure, we'll do, we'll pay for your <laughs> acting classes. That'll be a great idea. Because <laughs> I'm a really successful actor now, you
1: know. <laughs> well, hopefully, some of those classes gave you. You know, it, it, you know, took you out of your your safe, safe. That's an example of something you got out of your safe zone a little bit. Mm. I mean, you know, you learned about modeling. You learned about, you know, poise. You learned a little bit about social grace. Hopefully, you became a more articulate speaker. You know, there there are certain things about those classes that. Help, maybe help in some little ways. Help you to grow up, and mom and I were happy to spend both the the money and you know money on the classes and the and the time to get you down there. Um, and uh, that's what that's what parents do for their kids is they try to give them different experiences. They try to get them out of their comfort zones a little bit. Um, you know, uh, screen time sometimes is mean time. I just made that up. But, you need to put somebody in front of the TV all the time and call that growing up and a lot of kids have to use that um, as a major part of their lives and you know, I think we've been fortunate and we've been able to give you guys some good, good well-rounded experiences and uh, so yeah.
0: oh, I certainly appreciated
1: it yeah so it's good um, and hopefully hopefully uh, um, you know you become a better person at the end of the day to the wonderful young woman that you are.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, Brilliant. I know, um, I don't know if i talked to you about this too much, but I started this 40 films project where I want to make 40 films for 2020. Yeah. Because uh, out of all of the majors that I wanted to do, film and art was one that had to be cut from the from the block because yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do like five different majors <laughs> um, but you were the one who pushed me to go to Seattle University because they had film and environmental studies so. that's
1: right yeah yeah I thought I thought that that school had a lot of nice nice advantages I think the um, uh, you know one of the things I, I really liked about Seattle University also was their broad local internship programs and I think you were able to take some advantage of those through Waste management and you know leverage some of your green team responsibilities and also play AmeriCorps what you're doing now and 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 get a good you know rounded background Um, but yet be local so you know we could be here if you needed (laughs) us and uh, so I I think it worked out pretty well, don't you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and that way we're able to support you locally in your various activities too with crew. Popping on an airplane, you know. Yeah. Your brothers, uh, you know, especially Matthew, were kind of out of sight, out of mind, and uh, <laughs> when they went to college, which, you know, may have its advantages, too, but... I think um, it could. Yeah. <laughs> but we purposely put you out in the dorms so that you wouldn't feel like you're um, in the dorms and apartments, so that you, you could feel like you're having a going-away college experience. You
0: know? and, uh, I also really appreciated
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I think, uh, you know, I think <coughs> the, the values of U you know, and some of the experiences that you had were, uh, were good ones. I think I mean, probably as good or better as you would have had, you know, if you had to go on a way to school. So we feel yeah. that way too. You know? Yeah,
0: I do. Yeah. So I'm also excited because, like, I mean, as you said, what I'm doing now, I feel like is still a learning experience because I'm learning on the job and learning as I go yeah. and also utilizing my strengths. But then on top of that, there's still the creative side of things that I want to explore. So for me, the 40 Films Project is like my introduction to film studies. Because I've never been able to take a film studies class before. Yeah. So instead of paying for more classes, I just want to learn by doing. Yeah, yeah, you'll learn a lot. I'm definitely going to fail a lot, yeah.
1: <laughs> which I learn a lot from, because yeah. right
0: now I'm just kind of doing a lot of guesswork, yeah. and watching a lot of tutorials on YouTube.
1: Yeah, but you're learning, you know, and you're spending the time learning, and that's what's important, you're going to be a lot <laughs> lot better at that, uh, you know, when you finish, it'll be, be much easier for you, and uh, if you need some, some help doing that, I, I may have some resources for you, so, but uh, I'm just proud of the creative effort that you're doing, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, you're an artistic person, and, and uh, yeah, it's, um, I like to think you got a little bit of that from me, even though I, I don't always exhibit my artistic <laughs> side. <laughs> I do enjoy it. and.
0: Uh, well, I think, I think you're a great writer, and I'm excited to see, you know, I mean, you said you don't have a specific project in mind, but I think there's a lot of potential there.
1: Oh, yeah, well, thank you. You know, writing's always been pretty easy for me, and I, um, you know, it's one of my strengths, and one of the reasons I've been able to be successful in my job is because, um, you know, I do a lot of emails, I do, you know, a lot of written communication, um, and, uh, you know, some, sometimes I have more time to spend on things than others, but um, but that's very, usually dry, topic-oriented conversation, <laughs> and, uh, with I,
0: lots of numbers and yeah. cer- serial numbers and products involved. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so I think um, I think just being able to explore a little bit and you know that it's the thing that I that I enjoy I think about writing and is watching other people in en- other people's enjoyment, which is you know if I can write something and it makes people smile, um, that's that's thrilling to me. If I can do. If I can do a video and watch people you know, share it or spread it around, that's, that's thrilling to me. It's, it's, it's the feedback that I get from that that's really important to me, um, and the sense of pride that that has been done. So, anyway.
0: Yeah. I bet you're really excited that you're the, you're the first twin to be on the podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm very excited, yes. <laughs> Jumping up and down. It's well, very good.
0: thank you for taking the time to do this with me. I know I don't have, like, a proposal or a thesis written out about, like, this is my podcast and this is what it shall be. Yeah. But I do appreciate it cause, because I feel like this is the kind of stuff that I would never normally just sit down and talk to you about.
1: Yeah. I'd no. be like, how
0: was your day? And you would probably say, and then that would be <laughs> the end of the conversation.
1: No, this has been fun, Jesse. Thanks for the opportunity for me to speak on your Podcast out of mind,
0: out of my mind, yeah. out of
1: your mind, out of your mind. So I'm happy to get out of my normal mind and be, help you to get out of your mind. And uh, I don't mind at all.
0: <laughs> well, thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: Well, I guess that's it, folks. It's the end of the second podcast. Have a beautiful day.